Hi, I feel like a day. It's me, Alan Smith, where we supply stories out the day's press and journal on uh, Tuesday, November 23rd. So, front page of the paper day is a fears that COVID jab proof could bar young revelers. So, uh, pubs and restaurants are facing severe economic harm as it emerges a third of young Scots would be barred for entering their premises if the, in the countdown to Christmas. First Minister Nicola Sturgeon is expected to announce a day if the Scottish Government will extend the COVID vaccine passport scheme. However, the Scottish Government's AIM report shows uh, 31% of 18 to 29-year-olds have not been double-jabbed. The COVID passport was brought in last month for entry to nightclubs and large-scale events. It is thought ministers are seriously considering bringing in proof of two vaccinations to also attend theatres, cinemas, restaurants and pubs for December 1st. Uh, Russell Borthwick, as the chief executive of Aberdeen and Grampian Chamber of Commerce, warned businesses have been clear that the vaccine certification acts as an e economic deterrent and there remains little evidence that the scheme is effective in reducing transmission. He added that extending the COVID passport scheme would uh, cause severe economic harm to Scotland's business businesses at a critical point in their recovery. So, well, there we go. I mean, it's like kind of open secret that a lot of young folk kind of bother to get, you know, vaccinated. They're certainly double vaccinated, a lot of them, obviously. So, um, if that's what the government's thinking they're getting to eat, then they'll have to get the, on the case and get, get jabbed if they need to go for a good bucket. But I'll probably just, you know, drive folk to mere house parties, I suppose. You know, then you need to get the win. And um, I'm pretty sure, you know, a good halakha vodka would probably kill the COVID uh, thing anyway, so well, well, we'll see if it happens. Now here's a, a loon that uh, quit his day job and to become a music producer and he's now nearing 10 million streams. So Aberdeen dance music producer Chris Burke is closing in on 10 million online streams after quitting his job to pursue his recording dream. Chris's name has spread globally since taking the plunge two years ago by leaving his job in recruitment. His recent single, Bad Girl, released in collaboration with chart topper Class, uh, streamed 550,000 times on music uh, platform Spotify in the first month of release. Uh, Chris has collaborated with big names on the global dance scene, including Grammy-nominated vocalist Jeffrey J and renowned DJ Christina Novelli. He is currently working with American singer Sophie Simmons, daughter of Kiss singer Gene Simmons. Oh well, that, that's somebody I have heard of. Um, Chris has almost 250,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, more than the population of Aberdeen, and that uh, number of listeners is constantly rising. Uh, with his reputation spreading around the world, courtesy of tracks released via major labels like Sony, Universal and Warner Brothers, uh, producer Chris has 122,000 followers on Instagram, hopes to tour Asia. And in the long term, he aims to smash 100 million streams. So, well, there you go. It's um, very best of luck for him. He's obviously got a lot of talent and... Uh, you know, I kind of—I have to be honest—I kind of say I've—I've I've, uh, I've heard anything um, by him or any other other folk, but um, it's uh, you can't win the money if if all folk like the young folks' music. This wouldn't be on the of that. So some things are are good, and um, some things are just name my cup of tea. Um, and it was the same with my folks; they didn't understand why I would, you know, why I thought like. Two man is playing guitar and somebody bashing the drums was uh, just the, the bee's knees. But anyway, um, like I say, very best I looked at him and it's um, it's good to see uh, an Aberdeen loan doing so well in the global music scene, I'm saying. So well done, him.
Now here's a fourth lockdown which Dampner on run-up to Austrian Yuletide. So uh, Austrian savoured a final mulled wine in packed Christmas markets before the curtain came down in the holiday season as it was just getting going, um, plunging the country into its fourth lockdown of the pandemic. Uh, the capital Vienna woke up to the new restrictions yesterday with people heading into work, taking kids to school and exercising outdoors more or less as usual. Uh, this was not the draconian lockdown at, this, uh, at the start of the pandemic in 2020 when movements were strictly monitored and discouraged. Uh, Bobby's cars circulated in keeping with government promises to step up controls, but no spot checks were being made. Um, I am particularly annoyed by the lockdown, uh, George Huber, a lawyer on his way to work, said. One should have done more research in, I don't know, summer maybe? Uh, one should have implemented a mandatory vaccination in the summer when it turned out it would uh, not be enough to hope that people got, uh, got there without any coercion. Austria has one of the lowest vaccination rates in Western Europe at around 66% of the population of 8.9 million. Uh, there is a vocal minority who refuse to be inoculated. The government announced a nationwide lockdown on Friday as the average daily deaths tripled in recent weeks and hospitals in hard-hit states warned intensive care units were at capacity. So, well, there we go. It's like, um, it's a shame because obviously I've never been to Vienna, to be honest, but it's a place I would actually love to go, and especially, you know, see the Christmas markets, thanks, it would be absolutely fantastic, I think, and, um, you know, it's, I think it's catching on here slowly, but surely, you know, the Edinburgh markets, and Aberdeen's and Aberdeen's got in going now, but, you know, the the, the, the foreign countries, um, well, European countries' markets are um, streets ahead of us, because they've been for such a long time, so it'll be a shame for places like that, but um, if the government thinks that's for the best, then, you know, folk will just say to unfortunately, but um, you never know, it might get fixed before Christmas or they might need yeah, a bit of leeway or put it in the run up to Christmas week maybe. Now here's a money is having a dazzling drive to boost UK charities. A mini electric wrapped in 2000 Christmas lights is to begin a five week tour of the UK this month to raise money for three charities. Uh, Nicholas Nico Martin, a software engineer for Bracknell in Berkshire, um, has been wrapping his car in festive lights since 2017 um, and has been loaned a mini electric by the car manufacturer for this year's tour. Well, that was very decent of them. He's hoping to raise £50,000 for the MS Trust, um, Duchenne UK and Alzheimer's Society with the dazzling trip which begins on Thursday in his home town. Uh, visit festivegiving.org.uk forward slash fundraising forward slash festive mini. So, well, honestly, there's a picture and it looks absolutely brilliant. So I'm sure he'll um, he'll um, get a lot of you know admiring glances as he drives about, and I'm sure he'll raise a lot of money because it's a, a fantastic thing to do. And well done to him, and absolutely well done to Minnie for getting him a car to do it. So a great idea. Mm, well done. Now here's a, a nursery aiming for 14 million trees. So Scotland's only publicly owned tree nursery in Murray is poised to double in size to grow 40 million trees a year in response to the global climate change emergency. The new insight, which is between Elgin and Burghead, already grows more than 25% of the 25 million trees uh, that are planted by forestry and land Scotland every year. The agency now wants uh, to increase that and has sec uh, secured a deal to lease a further 70 hectares of land at the Murray tree nursery as part of the climate change fight. The new entry nursery was opened in 1931 to help improve and refine Scotland's stocks. Uh, seeds are harvested for various native pine woods, 
uh, to be grown uh, to help reforestation and habitat, habitat preservation projects. Uh, Forestry and Land Scotland hopes the deal to lease further land will allow it to double its capacity by 2025 to 14 million trees a year. Um, Alan Duncan, the agency's head of plant and seed supply for his work at Newton for 44 years, said forestry is a long-term proposition. Most productive forestry has a lead time of about 40 years. Um, Scots pine can take 80 years to reach maturity, while oaks can take 80 to 120 years. So, crikey. Um, Nays, I don't want to be fleeing about, um, but, well, you know, a really great idea, I'm, and I'm sure, uh, you know, if there's forward-thinking folk like that on the go just now, it's bound to help uh, Scotland in the long run. So, uh, well done to them, and um, get yoghurt punting trees, man. Because um, I've done my bit, I have uh, four fruit trees in my garden, which uh, my I've taught my grandchild, my grandson Brody to say, it's uh, the orchard, so... <laughs> I want to tell him for a while yet. Now, just finish up with sport as normal, and uh, just a wee bit about the Man United vacancy. Um, and the PSG boss may jump ship for United Helms. This has probably been updated uh, heaps throughout the day since this was written. But uh, Maurizio Pochettino is interested in the Manchester United job and could even leave PSG in mid season. United sacked Ole Gunnar Solskjaer on Sunday and have laid out plans to appoint an interim coach. Uh, former Southampton and Tottenham Hotspur boss Pochettino is understood to be open to a move away from Paris and would even consider a quick switch. Uh, he's understood to be highly regarded at Manchester United. Um, I believe Fergie has a big um, belief in him and has appeared to run into difficulties with the off-field setup at PSG. So, <clears throat> well, I hope he, he cans his up against um, stiff competition because um, I put a while later, you never know, and um, they had nothing back yet. But... Um, you know, I hope they get it sorted out sooner rather than later. And if, <clears throat> you know, somebody of his um, calibre and, and for Kenzie Premier League was, uh, you know, was willing to come on, on board and, you know, even halfway through the season or it's not even halfway through, but um, I think that would be a big boost for United because um, I definitely wouldn't have went to anybody that's, that's uh, never, you know, managed or played in the Premier League because it's... Uh, it's just a different kettle of fish to other dreams, I think, running about Europe. So, anyway, we'll see if it happens. I'm, I'm sure it'll be like an ongoing story. But uh, good luck to Michael Carrick for us in charge tonight and, uh, against uh, Villarreal in the Champions League. So, come on, United. And now, that's me done for the day now. Just a wee soppy stories out the day's paper on uh, Tuesday, 23rd of November. Um, a very, very pleasant day up in the Berenshaw today. Uh, bright and uh, not warm, but the um, sun was certainly out. And it's you know still a wee bit chill in the air, but... Uh, very pleasant for uh, coming towards the end of November, that's for sure. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, if you, you know, you could just tell anybody you meet or a workmate or uh, anybody you can for, you know, you think might uh, might like it, um, or just send it to a complete stranger. Uh, anybody, mere listeners will get the better. Uh, subscribe if you're not already, if you can, and if you can leave a review, um, you know whatever platform you listen to it on or, you know, just tell anybody as much folk as you can about it so that, you know, mere folk will log in at least once and hopefully like it and keep them come back. Um, anyway, as I said, thanks so much for listening just now. Cheers now. to Toodaloo.